listening to KZAA LP Santa Barbara 96.5 FM Gaza. Alright, what's going on? Uh, you're listening to Your Life in America on KZAA LP 96.5 FM. You just heard some epic jams off a record called Over It from a band called Basha. Um, I'm honored to say that I'm joined now live in the studio by the whole Basha crew. What's cracking? Yeah, yeah. what up, Dylan? Jason is going to bust a freestyle rap right now. Here we go. DJ Crow, yo. <laughs> I just I feel like when you have a freehand mic like that, you just like, I just, <laughs> just want to start rapping, you know? Um, okay, so let me gather my thoughts. Uh, this is the first in-person entire band interview I've done since the last time Basha was here. <laughs> That's because we rock. Yeah, for sure. Wait, that can't be true because that was in July of 2019. Yeah, so I've, I mean, I've had, like, members of bands, and I've done band interviews over the phone, and I, yeah, I've had, like, one person come in from a band, but I've never had the whole band, and I just had a band from New Jersey, the whole band on the phone, so. Very cool. It's just a whole band kind of day. (laughs) That sounded stupid. (laughs) Just a whole band kind of day. Okay, so, you got, everyone can hear, okay, we're good. The ladies over there, make sure you talk into the mic since you're sharing. If you need to move it, you can. If you want to take it out, you can, whatever. Um, Okay, so let's get acquainted for the listeners. Um, I'll drop the history of the Basha connection to the show and all that in a minute, but let's get acquainted for the listeners. Oh, what's up to everybody listening on Spotify um, and all those other streaming platforms? Um, And what's up to everyone listening on the radio? Um, so I'll start from my right. We have the illest bass player, former bass player of the thrash rock band, No Divide from Santa Barbara. <laughs> um, ben, how are you? Hey, doing good. Thanks for having me. And what do you do in Basha? Oh, I am the bass guitar player in Basha. That's right. Are you a Santa Barbara native? Uh, I am a Galita native. Oh, my bad. Yeah, all good, all good. <laughs> nah. Real deep. Yeah. Okay, so we got Goleta in the house. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, okay, and the next person in Basha is literally the Your Life in America all-star superstar veteran. Has been on the show more than anybody in the world. Uh-huh. Has, has done That's a me. show with me live um, from Mackenzie Park. The drummer of Basha. Jason Carrillo. Jason Carrillo. <laughs> Jason, what's cracking? Not much, man. I'm happy to be here. I rushed over here after work, and uh, yeah, happy to be the first full band in your studio. For sure, man. Thanks for having us. How were the toilets in the community today? Were they all right? Toilets are working good. Got a, <laughs> got a clogged free county, as far as I know. So. <laughs> no cat litter or no tampons down yeah. the toilet. <laughs> Ventura County, here I come. <laughs> um, are you doing? Are you doing plumbing like in multiple counties? No, no, okay. just just Santa Barbara County. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks for the, me and Jason went on a sick bike ride yesterday too. So nice. it was like very, sprinkling, very cool. foggy, pink Ooh. sky. Like it yeah. was cool. I'm glad we still did it after. The I locked my keys in my car <laughs> like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, first, like for real, Jason is the, your life in America, OG guest, like been on the show more than anybody and always there for the show and the best friend Down for ever. the cause, bro. Yeah. Hey, down you're for the, the cause. cause, my man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're punk, bro. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Next lead guitarist of Basha, the hardest shredding guitar player. Woo! Like I know, yeah, yeah. like smartest, most intelligent <laughs> marathon running. Okay. Sickest hair and tattoos in the world. Cool. Lead guitarist of Basha, Holly. Amber Scala. <laughs> <laughs> Holly, what's, what's up? What's up? How are you? I'm blushing. 
That was too much praise. What do you mean? That's the intro. Those are just facts. I'm just spitting it's facts right now. True. Here. <laughs> yeah, it's keeping it real. <laughs> you could turn the fan on if you want. No, it's all cool. Okay. We like um, to suffer in Basha. <laughs> suffering makes for good creative expression. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but usually the suffering is like, doesn't, shouldn't be like self-inflicted, but still, I mean that, you know. I will endure this pain <laughs> for your pleasure. Um, and last but not least, the most amazing front woman in the 805, the best songwriter ever, Miss Amber Scala. How are you? Yeah. Hello. <laughs> the organizer behind the scenes of Basha. No tours, no nothing would happen without she makes Amber. It happen, definitely. Straight up. Well, that's a team effort for sure. Um, okay. Thank you so much for joining the show, everyone. Yeah, you really can turn the fan on because I'm getting hot too. Um, I don't like, yeah, where are we? Your mom's basement? What the heck? Your mom's basement? I mean, it's just Casa de la Raza, man. It's a, it's a historical yeah. landmark. It's kind of an old building, you know? This place is legendary for sure. For sure. Um, and you have you ever played a show here? No, I've never played a show here. This okay. is my first time in the building nice. of La Casa de la Raza. Nice. It's really cool. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. But Jason, Holly, and Amber have all played here. Yeah. On this the same I, night. This is where I met them. Yeah. For the first time. Yeah. Yeah. So we're back. We're back. Reunited. A lot has happened in the last two years. Totally. Yes. Okay. So um, this is a different Basha lineup than our 2019 interview. Um, so if you want to check out the interview I did with Basha in 2019, just go to uh, Your Life in America Spotify and it's just scroll down and you'll find it. Um, it was right before the KZAA fundraiser concert. Uh, it was really cool. It was also really hot in the studio um, that day. But if whoever wants to answer this, uh, if you want to just share about like Basha, the end of 2019, you know, you finished the West Coast tour um, after you played here and kind of just what happened with the band to the end of 2019 and beginning of 2020. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I... I don't remember the before times very well the end of 2019 i think we played a couple more shows oh no yes we did in reno and half of our home city and then amber went to ireland for a few months and came back uh right when covid started like in january of 2020 and so and then she moved to santa barbara and i was still in reno so we kind of started to write during quarantine uh over zoom but that was kind of challenging um, so we kind of just, yeah, I think we mostly just wrote during COVID and now we are all here in the same area code, in the same <laughs> area code. And we found the better half of our band. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> too kind. Way too kind. Um, yeah. So you, so you played and then, so the last show you played with your original or not original lineup, but the lineup from before was Valentine's day. 2020. Yeah. Yes, it was. In Reno. Out of, out of <laughs> that shady chaise. Bad place. <laughs> um, okay. And then we've kind of kept in touch since the last interview. So, you know, been play, always play Basha on the radio here. You know, we've, we've kept in touch. Um, and you guys put out your first full-length DIY record so much respect for that mad props it's not easy to put out a full-length record by yourself um you, you made a bunch of physical copies so i just wanted to ask you how did how did that feel because that's an accomplishment for real like you know a demo's cool that's enough in itself but you put out a full-length record did it on your own put it out on your own and i just wanted to ask you how did how did that feel to do that to write it record it get get the physical copies and all that uh, yeah, it was really fun. Um, it feels like a long, long time ago that we did that. Um, but thinking back to when we did, recording's a blast. Um, we recorded with Jeremy, who's our friend in Reno. Um, and yeah, it just, it was a party every recording session. We brought a lot of candy and snacks and yeah, Holly graded papers. Um, and, 
Jeff, our friend Jeff, did the beautiful artwork, and um, yeah, they we got to put them out on CD format, um, and we still have a bunch. And you should talk about how there, there was a small delay getting it on Spotify. I remember that. Because of the nip. Oh yeah, there are. The n- there's one nipple. Nip. <laughs> or are there two? Are there one or two? Oh, there's two nipples on the <laughs> cover, and uh, Spotify didn't like that. But good thing is we have a friend uh, on the inside, a distro kid, which is a music <laughs> distribution service, and so he's like, "Don't worry about it. I'll push it through." So it it all worked out. But um, yeah. It was a great experience overall. Yeah, Do you want to add anything to that, Holly? I think you captured it. <laughs> yeah, I have a good memory of walking up to Jeremy's house when Amber had already gotten there and she was recording the end of Burn It With a Smile. And so when I walked up to the house, I just heard someone screaming bloody murder. <laughs> and I kind of knew it was Amber, but the neighbors were probably a little concerned. <laughs> it's a great scream. It's a great way to end that song. I love when you play that song live and just let it go at the end. Um, but yeah, again, like so much respect for, for putting that record together and getting it out. It's really, really awesome. And shout out to Arliss and other Ben <laughs> <laughs> yep. for, Aaron. and Aaron for helping us with that. For paving the way. <laughs> yes. Okay, so uh, with Holly and Amber moving and the world locking down, what were you starting to feel about, well, I guess I'm asking Holly and Amber this question. Um, with, you, with you guys moving and the pandemic, like what were you feeling, starting to feel about like what would happen with Basha or where would it go? <laughs> uh, I think uh, during the pandemic, as most people went through different challenges mentally and uh for me i had like a total love hate relationship with music during the pandemic it was really hard for me to write but it also felt like the only thing that felt really good (laughs) so it was kind of confusing um and i knew basha would find its way back to basha um especially once holly moved nearby um that i think that was a a big comfort in knowing we'd get to back to being able to do what we love to do um but yeah it was it was definitely weird for me i had trouble writing and getting kind of like in basha mode um just because we were missing those shows and tour and that's like my absolute you know favorite part of it, um, but having Holly kind of help motivate us to write was was really helpful. Yeah, I think you summed it up. Um, I think I never really doubt that we'll continue because it's like, yeah, it's like just home, it's home base. Um, and I was looking through my like notebook the other day and I, I was, because I didn't, I graduated from grad school in May we knew we wanted to move to California. We didn't know where. Neither of us had jobs. But I was, like, writing down what I wanted just out of life. And the biggest thing was, like, within one to two hours of Amber so Basha can continue. Aww, <laughs> nice. So, yeah, there was never really doubt, but just, like, anxiety and um, excitement and, like, urgency. Yeah. And just, yeah. And even now, because things are getting scary again. So I hope shows can continue and we can continue to safely make music all together. For sure. Yeah. I wanted to add one more thing that just reminded me. I, a while ago, like a long time ago when Basha was like first kind of Basha because Holly and I have been playing music together for longer than that. But we like had, we had a conversation where we were like, we know in life we're going to go through different funks each of us are going to be in school at different times lives are going to get busy we're going to be in and out of relationships and um what's kind of like how can we remind each other that like this is so such a big part of us and so we kind of like had ways of and bands to remind each other of like this is the core of it and this is just like this is a reminder of why we love this so that's 
always been really helpful too. Nice. I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Basha is Holly's childhood nickname, right? <laughs> Yes. Okay. It sounds so narcissistic. What? When we like, Not even. like what does it mean? It's like, oh, it's my nickname. No. But it just just like sounds cool. I don't think cool. anybody thinks that. <laughs> You're tripping. Yeah. No, it's it's good. <laughs> uh, no, because people ask me all the time. They're like, hey, like, and everyone's like, Basha, and I'm like, no, it's Basha. <laughs> but they're not saying it like on purpose. Like they're yeah. just like, you know. Um, Okay, thank you for sharing that. The the Scala sisters are the heart and soul of Basha. No offense, guys, but they make it happen. <laughs> yeah, you just want to be a part of their thing. Yeah, right. I I'm mean, lucky to be a part of it for, for sure. sure. Um, okay, so let's talk about um, how Jason came to join the band. If you don't mind, anybody can answer. How did I join the band? Okay, so let's paint the picture. So paint the picture for them. Okay, so lay the scene out. Yeah, let's lay it out. So Amber and Holly moved to the eight hundred five. And, and you guys did some good, um, I don't know if you're going to continue on any of those songs you were writing, um, but like when, um, I think you were still living in Reno, but you were kind of sending stuff back and forth, some cool riffs and, and stuff like that. Um, but anyway, so get here. And when, when you were both first here, you didn't have a drummer or a bass player yet. So how did... How did it? <laughs> how did the connection between Jason and and Basha come about? I was excited. I was. Ex I, that's all I remember. I was excited. I wanted to play drums, and I was motivated. I don't know. I I wanted to be a part of Basha. I heard the album. I listened to it over and over. It's amazing, and I really. It's totally out of my wheelhouse or what I've normally done or played before. I mean, I grew up playing punk rock and thrash and db like that's my comfort zone yeah exactly so <laughs> this was a little bit more challenging but it was really fun and it's super fun to really groove and jam and just be in the moment now and be not being like what am i doing you know trying to figure it out as i go yeah. but really having fun playing it but i think we we got together so we share a practice space and we got together and practiced for, I don't know, three months, three or four months together. And I kind of figured the songs out. And then, I mean, I knew Ben was like the most amazing bass player I've ever met in my life. That's so, right. and I figured this was like right up his alley. I've played with him before, like him and I groove really well. So that was kind of my game plan. I was like, there's an album, there's a band. Like, I just want to be a part of it. I just want to keep playing music. And I mean, it was tough cause COVID's going on and you know, music kind of just took a break in my life for a long time. So that was a challenge for me to figure out, you know, but I knew, I mean, for me, my whole life, I try, the only thing I really want to do is play music. And so whatever it takes for me to do that as much as possible, that's what it takes. I mean, I dedicate almost every Sunday, my entire Sunday to playing drums. So like that, it's that important to me. That's right. So just being in this band has been really fun i mean these the two sisters amber and holly are amazing and it, their energy and their personalities are just so great to be around every day so when we're yeah when we're in the when we're practicing and hanging out it's like i'm hanging out with some of my best friends so it's just been really great it's been really fun <laughs> nice, and i nice. mean they're extremely talented and it just it's it's a great time i'm having a blast yeah that's what's up man but i feel like i kind of like begged them i'm like let me be your drummer well that's I'm right. here. let me be your drummer come on let me do it just let me be a part we were of it both thinking the same thing like okay please jason just want to be a part of it uh, <laughs> yeah that's what i was gonna ask like, like you because yeah. yeah notify's like killer oh i mean it's just that's what i want to do i just want to play music and so yeah. whatever it takes like for me and it's it's been a blast well you know there was i'm sure there was like an initial tryout and you could have not made the team i could have i was yeah i was expecting like am i gonna make the cut are they gonna like this like intense hard heavy <laughs> just like, yeah um no that's awesome and and uh yeah you kind of touched on it but like you know i've i've seen you play drums for a while and know the type of style you played so what was it like learning learning the songs and like you know, because I think a lot of people think about like, you know, DB and like power violence where it's like, and it's like, well, if you can play that then, and you can play that in a double bass, then you can play anything. 
yeah. you know? It's, I mean, I think that's what I think about drums. So, like, think, I, I definitely hear that a lot. Like, a lot of people yeah. are like, well, I mean, you play that fast stuff. Blah, blah. And it's like, <laughs> honestly, playing fast stuff for me has become, it's, it's, like I said, it's comfortable for me. And it's not like, as, ch- I mean, it's always a challenge. There's endurance, there's technique. There's, yeah. But I like, I, I'm comfortable with it. So, playing this kind of like rock or, whatever you want alternative rock yeah uh it's slower and so it's really a challenge to make my drums not be a mess up because it's extremely obvious when it's not as loud and aggressive you know i can rush through and blast beat through something and (laughs) no no one's gonna gonna know if my timing's off you know but when it's when it's one two three four (laughs) someone's gonna notice yeah that the beat is falling behind so that's so cool yeah that's interesting yeah Yeah. but it's been cool because i mean i want to i want to grow you know i want to be i want to be able to play anything for sure it's been amazing to like i really feel like we're grooving right now and like when we play live or when we're practicing like i'm having some of the greatest times i've ever had in my life that's right yeah cool man thanks for sharing that um okay ben so let's talk about you joining the band um you so you guys were jamming holly amber jason right and then obviously you knew you needed a bass player. Well, we didn't need one. <laughs> hey, Basha, from what I've from what I've heard, Basha Basha shredded for a little while with no bass player. So we've been mostly bassless. Yeah, that's like as punk as it gets, right there. Yeah, because you never find a dude like Ben who just rips <laughs> and is super cool oh, and like just the coolest person you've ever met in your life. Oh, um, yeah. So um, how did the connection between you um, and Basha happen. Yeah, man. So, yeah, it was just one day. So, yeah, I'd stopped playing. I'd always been still, like, playing bass. Like, after I left No Divide, I was just kind of doing my own thing, just playing, like, Black Sabbath covers in my room. And, That's right. Um, I had honestly given up on playing in a band, like, right before Jason reached out to me. I sold, like, a lot of my equipment for, like, recording gear so I could, like, make my own music at my house. Okay. And then literally, like, a week after I did that, I get um, a message from Jason saying, hey, man, you know, I've been uh, playing drums in this group, Basha. I think you'd be a really good fit. And he sent me the album. And, yeah, I listened to it, and I was like, this album's rad. Like these, these guys are awesome. This is super cool music. This is exactly what I like to play. Cause I, I you know, as you know, playing in no divide, I, I can play like hardcore punk music, but yeah. me, most of my background is in like, yeah, pop punk and like a little more stuff on the lighter side, you know? And, um, so when I heard the stuff with Basha and just like the sound it was, I was like, this is what I want to play. And it, yeah. it literally came around at the perfect time. I, I thought I was, done playing music in bands wow that's crazy i didn't know that. yeah and it really um yeah it was like and i even remember my my roommate talking to me like a few months before um he was like oh do you think you'll ever play in a band again and i'm like you know if the right people come around in the right situation and yeah yeah and And there you go (laughs) did you sell did you have a bass still or did you sell the bass too no i i still had my bass but i sold you knew there was a part of you don't get rid of the rick and never. that's that's never going away but i still had like um like gear to be able to play live if i ever wanted to but like all my like really nice stuff that i had when i was playing in uh, no divide and my other band at the time cosmic tide um we yeah that was i sold it, it was like a two thousand dollar ampeg bass amp you know like, so but yeah so jason hit me up about it loved the album and went to the practice and you know rest is history and they're just like yeah really cool people which was like that's honestly like my main thing in a band too it's like songs gotta be good but if i don't jive with the people i'm not going to want to do it like yeah. it's just not going to be fun you know and um i'm lucky to consider you know jason and i have remained friends even after i left no divide but like now i've got two more great friends out of being in this band it's really awesome like nice. i'm really happy to be a part of it yeah yeah for sure that's what's up yeah this is cool because i interviewed a band from new jersey like before you guys got here uh-huh. and the whole band was on the phone line and we they talked so much about that they're like you know we got together and 
we just all got along and we just, you know, and then they put out like two EPs in like nine months mm -hmm. and they were like, we we're able to do that because we all just get along. And so, yeah, it's like, I guess that's kind of the theme of the show today. Friends. <laughs> Friends. After, Friends. After I said that, I realized that kind of sounded kind of lame, but whatever. That's what's coming up for Friends. me right now. So, <laughs> how many of us have been? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Um, thank you guys for breaking down the history. You know what I mean? The new, the new lineup. Um, so, was there a moment when you started practicing together where you kind of felt like this lineup was clicking? Because, you know, I don't, like, I've never really, like, been in a band, so, but I know from interviewing and talking and knowing a lot of people in bands, like, and you always talked about this before, like, you've tried, you can try someone out for a band, and, like, if they're not, if they don't fit, they don't fit, you know, like. Yeah, usually you'll know right away, but I definitely <laughs> like to give, like, a month period yeah. of, like, getting to know your new band. <laughs> yeah. do like you know, off the YouTube wall, they might say something whack, and you're like, whoa, like, I don't want to be in the van with this whack dude, like, who's saying weird stuff that I don't agree with. Because, I mean, we got we to, gotta like, hang out. For long periods of time, yeah. in close spaces, and, and like yeah, in frustrating circumstances, and all have to be like on the same page. Yeah. Yep. So just kind of roll with it. Yeah, it's yeah. and sometimes you have people that aren't gonna roll with it, and for me, that's just not gonna work. I mean. Yeah. So, for sure. Yeah, so we all, I feel like we all vibe pretty well, and and uh, get along, and just. Yeah, we just let Amber just run the ship, and we kind of just follow her lead, really. Yeah, I wanted to say from the Scala sisters, because, you know, you I'm really just the, the drive. I just drive us where yeah. we got to go, Cause and you, then I mean, I mean, you both created the Bosch sound, you know? I mean, you created, like, what it is, what the band is, and what the music is, and, like, you know, bringing in... You, I know how close you were with your old drummer and bass player, so to bring in, you know, new members... I just wondering if there was a time where like you were practicing and you really felt confident, like, okay, like this is, this is, this is what we want it to be, you know, and, and it's working. Go, go. Hit it, Amber. <laughs> Tell them, Amber. If you guys, if you guys want to pass mic yeah, four, you can, you can too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, we do that really we well together. We talk at the same time yeah. and say the same thing. <laughs> So no. I think uh, I remember a moment clearly like um, during we were playing Adios one day at practice and it was like the end part and it, everything was just like grooving so well and I just was so excited and um, I so I think that would be like the moment but like the ingredients to make that moment I have to like hand it over to Ben and Jason because Amber and I have heard our songs so many times and played played it the same way forever basically or i mean i don't know we've tweaked it but ben and jason especially jason like really help us like let's do this here let's try this there and that's like made think like oh that's where the song was supposed to be we didn't even know so yeah that's the ingredient that led to the moment <laughs> that's awesome no yeah that's perfect yeah i want to add on like that stuff with like jason like tweaking the songs jason's like you never think of like a drummer being like a songwriter and stuff but like jason is like a great songwriter and like has an ear for it always has man like always had like this ear for like just these little things that most people just kind of glance over and you're like yeah whatever you know we'll just play it as it is and, and but jason's like no I, I think we should do it this way and every 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 time he's right every single time it's like oh yeah it does sound better dude and, like, i know that's awesome yeah that was one of the reasons too like yeah jason like that I wanted to join the band too because like Jason's like ripping drummer great songwriter like yeah brings like a huge element to like any band he's a part of for sure yeah, yeah. That's you learn so. something new every day <laughs> yeah. you're just gonna <laughs> you learn something new every day Jason's just gonna start rolling up to practice with like an entire song done on drums <laughs> yeah, yeah, just be like yeah, alright I need a guitar I need a, I need a lead and a rhythm for this <laughs> I got the whole song done the whole drum line done um, yeah, and I just to add to that I mean I I just to your original question, I feel like it felt really good with both of them just from the beginning and kind of like what Jason was saying, like not only the like extreme <laughs> musical talent they both have, that's like beyond what I can yeah. imagine, but also just like the like 
immediate comfort of being around them. It's so easy and they're both amazing people. And I, there's like no issue being vulnerable and songwriting and in sharing. Um, so yeah, that's pretty incredible. And then I also just want to say like, I think it's been really nice. Like I think Holly and I definitely did lead the ship in Reno <laughs> and, um, and it's been really nice to kind of take a step back and like have both Jason and Ben come forward with ideas and like also challenge us to like bring the level up and to, and to like realize we can do things we maybe didn't think we could do. So yeah, it's just been really awesome in that way. Nice. Yeah. So much love going on in so here right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is how every practice is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Amber, I always drive Amber home to carp, and we literally just like the whole way home are just like, gosh, it's so fun. I love them. I love hanging out with them. I love playing music with them. <laughs> yeah, thank you for breaking all that down. Um, okay, let's transition on to shows because... We've all been going to shows for a really long time. I mean, shows have been a part of my life for a long time. I think everyone in this room's life for a long time. Live music of like any any sort has been, you know, so me and Jason have gone to a bunch of shows together. Show buds. Um, show buds, that's right. <laughs> um, and so and and so that coupled with, you know, you guys have been musicians for a long time and played not only attended a lot of shows, but played tons of shows. So I just want to ask, like, how was your first show back? So individually, how was it to perform in front of a group of people on the 4th of July after not having played for a long time? And then um, how was it as playing live as Basha together? So great. So the 4th yeah. of July was amazing. Ventura rules. There were so yep. many kids that were doing their own things that were just having a good time. We had such a good time playing in Ventura. It was, I mean, better than I could have ever expected. It was, uh, I grew up in Lompoc, and so there was like 10 of us, 10 punks. You know, we all banded <laughs> together, but it was like to play to, to that many kids that were all there early to support their friends was really just really inspiring. So. Yeah, coming back, playing our first show was very, very cool. Yeah, I'd never seen anything like that either. You know, growing up in Goleta, we, we never had an all-ages venue like that, let alone, like, a punk scene even big enough to support an all-ages venue. Yeah. So just – and that was the first show I had played in, like, not only since the pandemic ended, like, two years, like, prior to that. So just seeing that, like, this, yeah, group of kids, like, that are – interest like love this kind of music and they're yeah. just down for it it was I like know. it was really cool i was like some of the most fun i've had playing in a long time no doubt yeah That's yeah i up. was super nervous about like just being how we would be received here and we we are established in reno and we have our you know our our people that come out and I'm always talking, we're both always talking about how amazing the music Reno, Reno music scene is, which it is. Um, but yeah, I was blown away by the scene here and the youth and their energy and just how kind everybody was. I mean, they put us on this show, like we put a thing on Instagram about like, okay, we're ready to play shows. And we had like two shows booked within days and that's just incredible and it speaks to really the youth in this area and the drive that they have and it's so awesome yeah do we do we want to hear from me still Oh, <laughs> of course you're the lead, yeah. the lead guitar yeah. player you know what you're done well, that's enough no, we like, i'm gonna I'm cut your mic so actually meetings and it's like okay if everyone's no. shared then we okay man we're live on this is it was we're awesome. live on the radio right now yeah Basha. speak your truth my truth is that, yeah, exactly what Amber said. What they've all said, it was, I could not believe the energy. And, yeah, I, I was really nervous because I felt like we were a little too chill to play with some of the bands that we were playing with, especially at the 4th of July show. But we played first at, like, 3.30 in the afternoon, and people were going crazy. It was so yeah. cool. And that just made my heart, your computer, 
stopped. I don't know. Oh, it's all recording. good. It's okay. still recording. Yeah. <laughs> um, my heart was just Thanks, very full. And yeah, same with the Perkins show. We played in a parking lot at the end of a cul-de-sac. So and cool. Like, it was so cool. The ocean behind us and just... Yeah, the wastewater the management wastewater plan. plan. Like <laughs> that was pretty nardcore, for sure. <laughs> yeah, really supportive and welcoming scene that I feel very grateful to begin inserting ourselves into. <laughs> for sure, yeah. I, I wanted to ask, too, like, individually as, you know, musicians that have performed before, was the time basically in, like, seclusion, you know, because that's what, I mean, at least out away from the setting of performing live like were your nerves a little higher than normal or were you more excited to play i was definitely excited definitely we i think we were all really excited yeah Yeah. i mean i get i think the nerves now is like right before like while i'm setting up and i've got all these eyes watching me like (laughs) How's he putting his uh, How's he putting his symbol on there? You know, like, am I doing Am I doing this right? I don't know, but so I don't really get nervous. I mean, we're not like playing in a football stadium in front of a million people. Maybe then I might have some jitters, but you know, it's amazing and and uh, it's more fun than anything. It's it's a blast, and it was really cool to come out of the pandemic and be working on something with you know that was like i want to i want to have something something to show people after this like i didn't just waste away on my couch dreaming about being a rock star you know i yeah, really want to be a part of it and <clears throat> so it's cool to be like look look what i did look at me <laughs> well said yeah no that's what's up man yeah. um yeah i mean and then what would you say anyone can answer this about how like how did you think bosch has sounded or how did you feel about Cause I, I think, I mean, I feel like practicing together and getting the shows down is, I mean, getting the practices and the songs down is one thing, but then being able to click live in front of an audience is maybe kind of a different thing. So did you feel comfortable together as the set began and went on? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at the 4th of July show, it was a little nerve wracking because we didn't have monitors. So Jason couldn't hear anything. And that was like definitely a nerve wracking way to start our first show. <laughs> Although I felt I felt pretty confident in us because we had been practicing really consistently and I felt that we were tight. And yeah, we, it, it went fine. Like, even though Jason couldn't hear anything, it I don't think we sounded messed great. up. Yeah, no, it sounded great. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so big shout out to Nardcore and, and Ventura County scene and all those bands and all those people down there. Um, yeah, nothing but love for, for everyone down there and, you know, good, good people for sure. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Out West and in time, shout out to all those bands. Yes. Yeah, they Out West is the greatest band in the world. And just say that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Kind of. <laughs> what? What's going oh, on here? On, <laughs> out West. Call up. Call up, bro. What's up? Um, Eye candy too. Shout out Eye Candy. Ooh, yeah, for sure. Um, their, dr- their drummer was like, Hey, like. I c- he pulled me over at the last show. He's like, I feel kind of bad because, like, your boyfriend's, like, just shouting us out on Instagram. Has <laughs> like, he posted about you guys? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, he was, like, totally <laughs> Wait, serious. who's that? The Outwash drummer? No, the In Time drummer. Uh, oh, Cameron? Cameron. They know what time it is, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was funny. Yeah, no, I mean, they're good people, and they're always doing stuff, new stuff and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I was kind of going to ask uh, Holly and Amber, like, you know, just being like OGs, longstanding veterans of the Reno scene, because, I mean, you are, whether you give yourself credit or not, you know everybody there. You've played tons of shows there. Um, I guess you kind of already answered what is what's it been like getting plugged into the music scene down here. So you yeah. probably don't need to say anymore. Yeah, just like a <laughs> big old hug. It's probably like a big hug. Super yeah. welcoming. Yeah, the the atmosphere of the Fourth of July show was was cool for me because that was like. Reminded me of like a house show when I was in like high school. Like the kids were just like drinking forties, and I was like, "Man, yeah, kids are so still drinking forties." Yeah, I was dude, like, "Kids yeah. are still drinking forties." Let me 40s? get a cigarette. 
Yeah, they're smoking cigs. We get a cigarette. It was. Yeah, I saw someone break out a forty, and I was like, "That's right, man. I'm glad kids are still drinking 40s. It was cool until they put a firecracker in the manhole, and that was not. I was gone. I went. (laughs) (laughs) Smelled pretty bad. Just say that. Um, So I want to ask, like, let's see, what time is it? Okay, we got a little bit of time. Are we good on temperature? I know it's hot in here. Good. Okay. Um, About to pop this shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Shout out to Rudimary Peni too, man. Green and blue is your vision purely golden. <laughs> um, the best band ever. Dude. One. Oh my gosh. That's a whole nother talk for another time. That's that's next week. Next week <laughs> on Your Life in America. Join us, Jason Peni, like Jason and Dylan talk about nothing. <laughs> Jason and Dylan break down the entire. <laughs> Rudy Peanut catalog. <laughs> um, so I want to ask, like, what's coming up next? Um, you put out a record. It's been almost two years. So any plans to record, like, an EP, new songs? You have new songs going on? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Def- yep. I, d- I would definitely love to put out an EP. We're gonna. Yeah, we're hoping to at what are we calling your studio? Grandpa's garage. Grandpa's garage. Grandpa's garage, <laughs> Grandpa's garage out in Goleta. Yes, shout sir. out Ben. Shout out Cloud Cover. <laughs> shout out oh, Grandpa's dang. garage. Shout out Cloud Cover. <laughs> <laughs> shout out Ralphie. Yeah, um, and then FTK Records can do tapes for you. There you go. It'll yeah. be a whole thing. So yeah, we're working on new music. We don't have any local shows coming up, but we get to bring these guys and show them our hometown. In October, isn't yeah? We're playing Santa Just Maria. Just kidding. In, yep, uh, we're playing Labor Santa Day Maria on Labor Day. Okay. Within time, and I don't know who else. Rich. Possibly. Yeah. And <laughs> I actually got a sneak peek at that show, but I wasn't supposed to say anything, so we'll have to oh. talk about it off oh. air. Sneak peek? Oh. Oh. Yeah, somebody, yeah. somebody gave me. I told some, you you were cool, dude. Last <laughs> knew yeah. Somebody gave me some a lowdown on the lineup, but I was not supposed to say anything. Dang. So. What's up? Um, okay, so you're you're going on a little weekend tour. Yes, we're gonna go to the bay. We're playing at Gilman. We're going to play in the Bay, just <laughs> somewhere else. Uh, Breaking news. <laughs> that sucks. I'm sorry. <laughs> what, a, what a dream. Damn, what the heck? It's because of COVID. Oh, it's because of COVID. Maybe it'll get better by then. So hopefully we're still playing offbeat. Rena's a little more uh, lenient with their COVID restrictions. So <laughs> Everybody I'm sure just get vaccinated and let's move on. <laughs> but yeah. And yeah, that's what we have coming up. So is that going to be like offbeat is Saturday? Gilman was going to be is going to be Friday. Friday. Okay. Yep. Nice. Yep. Taking the van. Taking the van. The jam, jam van. Driving lessons. Basha tour van right there. Yeah, the jam van. 1991 GMC G30. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I remember when you got it's that thing. Good radio man. voice, Jason. <laughs> Okay, so some shows, uh, traveling for some shows, um, and then possibly recording an EP. Yeah. 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 I think I'm, the people I'm are definitely excited to go to Reno. I mean, it's Reno's cool. Dope, like they, you know, the girls branched out out here, and it's going to be really cool to have them take us back with them. Reno's just so be sick, be a part dude. of that scene. I've never – I think I went to Reno when I was a kid with my parents while they went to the casino. I think I was up in the hotel, like, looking out at the pawn shops, like, yeah, Reno looks like it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, pawn shop, pawn shop, gun store, pawn shop, casino, <laughs> liquor store. Man, I'll say, like, as a California kid, you know what I mean? Going to Reno, it doesn't it doesn't suck. Like, it's okay. got the... Cool. I was, like, seven or whatever, you know, looking out the window, like, oh, I don't know if I want to be yeah. here. Yeah, no, I know. I used to just couple everything in Nevada with Vegas. Yeah, In my opinion, Vegas blows, dude, like... And Reno's much. nothing like that. Very so cool. there are still a lot of gun shops and <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. I'm cool with that. I mean it's, it'll be fun. It'll be interesting. Nice. To be away from the beach and yeah, taco taco shops. And, and there's beach, beautiful beach waves. Yeah, I know, right? That's what I grew up with. There's <laughs> beautiful bodies of water there too to swim in. Very so cool. we're gonna go in them. Um, yeah. Yeah. Maybe you could go to out. Give them the Reno tour. <laughs> or you could get. And I have a list. Yeah. Maybe you could get Gino the Suit Man to take the boat out. Oh Gino. <laughs> Shout out Gino. Pull up, Gino. What's up? <laughs> the greatest soup on the planet, right there. Soup. <laughs> soup. Yeah. The yeah. greatest soup. Dude. Yeah. It's next level. Heard about it's this. So flavorful. It's like. <laughs> All right. 
very cool. Dude, he's in Whole Foods. Go into Whole Foods and you'll see his big picture. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> that's rad. Nice. Um, uh, maybe some new merch coming soon? Oh, yeah. We do want to take you up on that loan, so <laughs> if you're listening, hit me up, Dad. <laughs> okay, so uh, Basha, uh, Basha line of soup coming out. Oh my God! Signature <laughs> soup. I mean, gluten-free, like, vegetarian. It's gonna be a sweet soup. It's gonna sweet. just be like melted Reese's. <laughs> Definitely some with some, candy. It's just gonna with be. some dried mangoes on top. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. All of our snacks combined into a soup and heat it up. <laughs> Yep. Microwave. Basha, baby. <laughs> with a bunch of for dinner. With a bunch of weed oil. Basha bisque. <laughs> yeah. Basha bisque. <laughs> featuring 23% THC oil. Uh, no, you guys, your your merch game has always been sick. So looking forward to new merch for sure. Um, all right, I think that's like all the questions I have. Um, let's take some. Let's take some calls. Let's take. Some- <laughs> Dude, like I can't tell you how many throw some callers. <laughs> I know the phone lines, the phone lines blowing up, dude. Now I can't tell you how many times I've tried to do that. Like I'll blow, I'll like advertise this thing, like yo, like I did it on Halloween. Call I was in. like, I was like, call in, I'll be in here two hours. Like I'm playing Misfits and AFI. Like call in and whatever, and like no one calls. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, can I get a large like, pizza? <laughs> They're like, hey, is Costa doing the tortas today? <laughs> I got to the I got to the point where I was like trying to get my geography professor to call. I was like, hey man, you should call in my show. Like, I've got a question about this test. <laughs> um, I've called into your show. You have. Amber has. Yeah, yeah. Amber called in to talk about the Dodgers, and nice. she's my go-to to do test calls when the equipment's not really working. <laughs> um, you hear me? <laughs> Uh, so always on the show, I like to give the last, you know, couple minutes to, for you guys to give just kind of the favorite stuff you're listening to right now, music, podcasts, um, just stuff that you want to shout out that you think is cool that you're into right now. And anybody you want to say what's up to, um, I can start. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I'm the resident, like hipster of the band and listen to all these like weird, like totally like different kinds of genres of music. So what I've been listening to lately, I'm a huge uh, My Bloody Valentine fan. Dude, great band, man. Yeah, great yeah. band. Um, so I listen to them a lot. Um, and then actually shout out to Holly for showing me this uh, new band that I really dig, um, Turnover. The album is called Peripheral Vision. Turnover is also a great band. Fantastic album right there. Yep. Um, so Rich, yeah, Rich that's definitely Virginia. where like, a lot of my um, musical influences have been coming lately you know it's from like definitely like 90s shoegaze and like nice. 80s like post-punk and goth music for sure nice dude yeah. that's what's up yeah yeah turnover i've played turnover many times on here it's a great band nice. yeah man i i've been listening to this band that i've been sleeping on called mammoth grinder oh yeah yeah we listened yesterday very very cool very very rad it's like um death metal punk I guess. Yeah, no, they're so, sick. Yeah, I've been I've been stoked on them lately. And Featuring I mean, I, the drummer I, of Power Trip, I right? I believe so. Yeah, he's singing and, and playing bass. Nice. Yeah, he's rad. He's in all kinds of stuff, and he he does all kinds of really cool stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, I and I still play, you know, some hardcore metal kind of stuff. Um, so I like to take inspiration from from that <coughs> as well. So nice. Shout yeah. out, lash out. Oh, Lash Out. What's up? Yeah, Lash Out. I was trying to keep that under wraps, That's under wraps right now. Oh, dang. We're going to be doing stage dives. That's on next week. Lash Out next week. Yeah. We're going to be moshing when we interview Lash Out. So (laughs) we'll be stage diving off the tower right here. (laughs) Din, din, din. Din, 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 din. Yeah. Um, Holly, I've been, uh, kind of trending towards what Ben was describing. Like I've been listening to a lot of Cure and Depeche Mode, oh, um, but Cure. also the new Turnstile uh, kind of EP that slowly just keeps accumulating singles. <laughs> <It's so weird. laughs> I love so the first four, but I'm I'm jury's still out on the most recent two. But the fly again. 
Yeah, and like Alien Love Cry or something. Yeah. But Holiday and Turnstile Love Connection. And, Solid. Oh, I'm, we're going to see them in a couple of weeks. And I'm going to see Turnover next Friday. Um, but I saw in your questions, you also asked about podcasts. And I just do want to yeah. recommend uh, one podcast. It's called BBC Outlook. Okay. And it's just if you're feeling cynical or like just mad at the world, I encourage you to listen to BBC Outlook because it's just interviews it's like really simple low production interviews with what they define as extraordinary human beings but it's just really cool <laughs> stories uh there's like an interview with the singer the slits on there that's really good nice yeah just highly recommend recommend that podcast and shout out stessa because i love my work and tomorrow's my last day there and i Aww. think some of my coworkers are listening and i just Aww. yeah know your local rape crisis center that's right. We have a, an ongoing PSA from Stessa on oh, this radio cool. station, both in English and Spanish. So, Very cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so I, to be honest, I've been listening. So I, I talk a lot during the day for work, and um, it kind of is nice for me to listen to music that I don't understand, <laughs> um, just to chill out. And so I've, I've always kind of been into this, but it's been fairly obsessive lately there's a traditional music in portugal called portugal called fado and that's like all i've been listening to it's beautiful it's like very powerful but also just like totally like destroys your emotions so yeah it's great and podcasts i've been listening to a podcast called this is actually happening does anybody listen to that have you listened to that? It's a Wondery. No, it's a Wondery podcast, and it's just crazy stories, and they dig really deep into them, um, and it's just really well produced, and um, it's a good one. I recommend it. All right. Interesting. Well, I want to say thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, it means a lot to me anytime anyone wants to come on the show. So um, especially my friends and especially a band that I love. Give yourself more credit for the record you did. It's freaking sick and it's wonderful and it's a huge accomplishment. Um, and yeah, so we'll be on the lookout for Basha shows locally coming up. You can follow Basha on Instagram at Basha Band. Screw DJ Basha, not him or <laughs> or her, whoever it is. Um, and then you can hear Basha on Spotify, uh, the album and the demo is up there as well, right? Yeah. And um, yeah, the Instagram, you guys are really good about posting your shows and flyers. Um, and yeah, stay contact tuned. Contact us. Stay tuned for more. Contact us. Yeah, we'll. <clears throat> you guys play weddings or what? <laughs> Totally. We can. Whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. so we, have the, we got a 30-minute set for your wedding whenever you want. Or your yeah. quinceanera. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so we'll play. I'll, I'll play one more Basha song. Which one Which one do you want? It's up to you guys. Yeah. What haven't you played? Take me away, bro. Okay. Have you played that? Huh? I don't know. I don't think so. That sounds, Dylan, oh, I played already. thank oh, I you did. for yeah, being here. Thank, us. thank you for having us. Super rad. You're important to us. We Aww. love you. You're an amazing human being. <laughs> Hit up his show, Your Life in America, 96.5, on Instagram, Aww. right? Yep. Thanks, Holly. <laughs> Appreciate that.